magnifying glass that is not a toy and my poster of a meerkat eating a giant scorpion. But now I also have a poster of Casey Kelvin, girl detective. Except you can't see Casey properly because she is peeping out from behind a telephone booth. And that is normal because no one has ever seen Casey Kelvin's complete face. I also have some secret maps on the wall because I am good at drawing secret maps. I have my own compass now, and this is helpful, but not essential. This is my list of maps. A map to my best friend Gloria's house. A map to Purple Haunt. A map to Scooter's house, but not a map to Ted's house. A map to Drake and Son's junkyard. A map of Peppercorn Valley Town. The town map has coloured flags pinned on all the hot spots. The Peppercorn Valley hotspots include the swimming pool, the supersized DVD store, the library, Drake and Son's quality junk and wrecking yard, the cemetery, the Silver Joker fun arcade that has a Space Invaders machine, and the new Dinky Dolly Lolly Shop, which is the only shop in the world that has raspberry licorice, strawberry whoppers, Big Boss cigars, red umbrella lollipops, speckled freckles, sherbet pops, and frogs on a stick. This is my most detailed map ever, and it also includes suspicious houses that I think look suspicious, especially the houses with stone animals in their gardens. These include the three-storey mansion on Miners Avenue that has long, dark windows, long, dark weeds, and a pink flamingo. That flamingo is the scariest bird I have ever seen. It is my guess that it comes from the haunted house at the show. Also on my map is the little house on Marino Street that has an overturned shopping trolley on its front grass, a rabbit hutch with no rabbits, and a stone echidna beside the letterbox. There are other houses too. The one right next door to Gloria that has a stone sheep with beady eyes. The one on Darlet Street with a laughing stone pelican. The one on McPherson Street with two stone wallabies. The one on Bennett's Road with four stone turtles walking backwards up the front path. And the freaky one on Clark Street with five stone geese running everywhere and a stone wombat that is growing fungus. Gloria and I have ridden all over the town and charted them all. It was a painstaking job and it is ongoing because people in Peppercorn Valley keep buying stone animals and we think that is unnerving. I am just organising my pens and textures when my ballerina sister, Amber, calls out. She will not come up the ladder to world headquarters because sisters are banned from this space and I have told Amber that the ladder is booby-trapped. You have a very pretty letter, Tan, says Amber, waving a pink envelope around. I'll put it under the gargoyle. I added the terracotta gargoyle yesterday as part of my renovations. Technically, Gary is a stone animal, I suppose. But he was alone in the shed and he has a broken wing and I felt a bit sorry for him. Then my mysterious sister, Rose, said it might be a good idea to have him on guard, seeing as how I sometimes work on paranormal cases and might need protection from spooks and evil spirits. Of course, my dog is also on guard. 
but it is a sad fact that I cannot always rely on awesome. He is easily bamboozled by ghosts or suspects carrying barbecue shapes. I hang out the window and watch Amber. Aren't you dying to know who it's from? She says as she slides the letter under Gary. Amber, I say. I am a busy person. I get mountains of mail and hundreds of phone calls. So why would I make a fuss over a silly little letter in a pink envelope? It has a red polka dot border, says Amber, as if that makes a difference. I shrug my shoulders. Suit yourself, says Amber, and she does a pirouette and flounces back to the house like the flouncy ballerina that she is. Now that Amber is gone, I am excited to have a letter, and I skid down the ladder in record time. I pull the